0: Uh, Paul, do you, sorry, do you hear that? Do you you hear that? Uh,
1: What is, what is it? It sounds weird. What is that?
0: Uh, I believe that if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's the sound of uh, the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you to be of good cheer. I'm afraid Paul that it is the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) As far as I can tell, it's the most wonderful time of the year.
1: (laughs) Zach, that was the cheesiest shit I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a, it's the hap. <clears throat> excuse me it's the happiest season of all
1: it is it's a time of year to be to be merry, to be jolly it uh it may it makes sense that we'd start with some holiday cheer so i, I respect that
0: there's uh well um back when the song was released in 1963 there were parties for hosting and marshmallows for toasting but unfortunately now i'm all all i can offer you is a marshmallow for toasting Handed, handed uh, via a nitrile glove I can't offer any parties for hosting this year I'm really sorry to say And I would wager I would wager to guess That it is not the most wonderful time of the year I would place the most wonderful time of the year To be uh, a period from January to February Where we were blissfully unaware uh, Of what was to come
1: Yeah mm-hmm.
0: Maybe the second most wonderful time of the year um, yeah. But despite that uh, Hearts will be glowing when loved ones are editorialized six feet away. Um, this is the most wonderful time of the year. And tales of glories of Christmases long ago. Okay, by, um, by the way, as I'm going through this lyrics of It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, released in 1963 by Andy Williams, there's a verse here, which I've never listened to the song or paid any attention before, that says, there'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories... And tales of the glories of Christmases long ago. Andy just slipped in like a little Halloween reference <laughs> in his Christmas song. There'll be scary have, ghost stories. Is that a reference to uh, the Charles Dickens story that I can't remember the name of? Um, With Scrooge. <laughs> Scro- Scrooge. That's a that's a good. One. I thought for some reason I was about to be like, oh yeah, Great Expectations. Um, that's Did not write the that one. one?
1: Ooh, I sure hope he did. I'm uh, he wrote up.
0: great expectations for sure, but what? Okay, Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. I could not believe I forgot that. Okay, so maybe I can So he says in his song, it's, a mo- it's the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams says, there will be scary ghost stories. And I can only think of one ghost story relevant to Christmas, singular, being A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So I don't know what other ghost stories he's referring to. Is there something that he knows about Christmas that we don't? Is that a tradition that died out since since the 60s?
1: That's a fair point. I don't know that I've ever... I don't know. Something about Tales of the Glories makes me think that they're... uh, Based on when this was written, they're talking about, like, the Great War or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, they could have been. He could have been. He very likely was, uh, was of the age to where that was kind of a relevant feature in his life.
1: true you know i i just looked up these lyrics because i didn't like being left out and um it looks like he brings up the ghost stories multiple times i didn't know that that was such a like integral part of this song
0: yeah i'm reading this line here that says there'll be lots of hot chocolate blah 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 there will be zombies rising from the dead as the blood moon rises in the on the horizon i don't remember hearing that andy
1: Oh, he spirit. says,
0: "My favorite part about Christmas is Mrs. Claus and her army of vengeful mummies." <laughs> what?
1: Well, it's kind of weird where he talks about how the mummies will use the wrappings as currency for to establish their own economy. I don't know what that's all about.
0: Yeah, he says here that with the with the price of their bandages, the mummies will pay for the sins of the living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, this is a whack Christmas song I guess yeah, we never I, really I never paid attention
1: I never noticed I, I really need to pay attention to Christmas songs You never know what they're going to say
0: That's bizarre Okay, alright Andy, I see you <laughs> um, I'd like to welcome everyone to uh, The Not All Bad uh, Holiday 2020 uh, Wrap up of the year um, So uh, Typically um, Paul and I um Take, uh, something that has upset us, uh, that we come to the show with and we'll talk about what's made us mad recently. Um, and, and last year we came up with a new, uh, kind of spin on the episode because we wanted to, uh, welcome everyone to the holiday season with a little bit of cheerfulness. And we thought mm-hmm. that it was kind of a betrayment of that, a betrayal, I believe is the actual word that people who speak English use, um... Of of the concept of the holiday cheer, if we were just going to come in all negative like we usually do, so we invented this concept well where, where we go through every episode that we put out in the last year, um, and talk about uh, the things that we initially complained about when the first episode those episodes first came out, and then try to twist it into um, putting a positive spin and actually reflect on maybe why those things aren't necessarily all bad, uh, mm-hmm. and that's our challenge today. That is our charge if we choose to accept it.
1: Yeah, this is the Not All Bad episode of Not All Bad, you know.
0: That's right. And then uh, you can look forward to us coming back around uh, on April Fool's Day, at or around April Fool's Day, where we do the opposite. And we talk about um, everything. <laughs> we talk about the bad things of everything that we praised in the following in the previous year.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Which is a bit more challenging. Well, it not is. necessarily, but it can be. Um, because you end up, you end up like backing yourselves into a corner where you're like, yeah, well, back in August, I talked about how much my family means to me, and I guess here's the things I don't like about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, sometimes that with our
1: particularly pure, like wholesome topics, it can get really fun and complicated. Being like, how can I shit on sick children? You know, like that's
0: <laughs> right. My uh, my name is Zach Andrews, and uh, I'm the host of I am a host of Not All Bad. Uh, welcome to episode 56.
1: Yeah this this is Paul Messman I'm also a host of uh, Not All Bad and I you know what I also welcome you to episode fifty six for the record.
0: Um so uh, do you want to just like kick it off because I think what happened last time was we just kind of went down the list and we got a, we have you did the math I think we have what uh, approaching fifty topics to get through today.
1: Yeah somewhere around twenty five episodes but then each episode of course has two topics so yeah we got like fifty topics to go through. So, I don't mind starting off if you want.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: So, a year-ish ago uh, was episode 31, Gangnam Style Viagra Commercials. Um, on that topic, or on that episode, I complained about old memes. Uh, specifically how awful they were and that we'd stay on the same uh, very tired formats for like years at a time. As opposed to like the days or weeks at a time that we now do. And you know... <clears throat> The one – here's what I'll say that's nice about those. <clears throat> everyone could be in the loop. If I take a break of the internet for like a week now, um, it's pretty – it's wild how me- much you can miss out on. And I will say to the credit of those old memes, as stale as they may have been, everyone was kind of on the same page. You know, It was, it was something that we all had in common.
0: It was unifying. It was a unifying <clears throat> yeah. experience. Um, so episode 31 was uh, our episode where we ushered in the new the new decade oh yeah Um, that was the that was the first episode of 2020 Mm -hmm. and uh our our theme was specifically around uh the last the 20 2000 to 2000 or sorry 2010 to 2020 yeah uh, 2019 about you know what we found special what we hated the best and worst of the of the preceding nine years yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and um as a feature that what i complained about was google glass the device that you wear over your eyes um And I would say that uh, I am pleased uh, to know that Google has failed at something. Uh, It's comforting to to recognize that they aren't uh, necessarily a 100% uh, foolproof, (laughs) all-consuming entity, and that maybe there is some hope of defeating the hive mind of Google at some point in the future, uh, as we live in a dystopian society with our privacies being eroded away. There's Mm -hmm. some shred of light.
1: There is. is. That's encouraging. Um,
0: Yeah. Uh, Episode 32, Why So Serious? Um, I apparently discussed uh, how much I hate movie award season, the Oscars, (laughs) etc. And uh, I couldn't tell you my argument on that at all. But um, I do – yeah, go ahead.
1: You go ahead. I have actually something nice to say about that, but you go ahead and say your thing first.
0: Well, I think uh, a lot of uh, hardworking people obviously put these together. And I think that it's nice that – it's nice that – they get some recognition, and I'm speaking specifically of, like, an, like uh, animators and yeah, uh, cinematographers and sound designers and people who are kind of behind the scenes that don't necessarily get a lot of praise. I think it's a good – it's unfortunate they don't broadcast that because, really, honestly, nobody gives a single shit. And so they just <laughs> typically, you know, hand out those awards during the commercial breaks. Yeah, but at yeah. least those people are getting <laughs> recognized for the hard work they put in.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna kind of talk about that for a moment because for some reason my negative rant was movies uh, mm-hmm. i don't I don't really know what that even means uh, because
0: you're a you're a, a typically the movie advocate on this program. <laughs> yeah, I like movies
1: uh so what I'm about to say that's positive that I don't know if this even was my negative rant, but it applies to your award season thing too is just you know this year has actually reminded me that I do like when new movies come out, so it kind of is a bummer that we basically got Tenet and maybe Mulan and Sonic this year. It was like the three <laughs> movies we got. And yeah. so I, and as much as I think I've only seen Tenet, which I really liked personally, but um, it's, you know, I like movies. <laughs> I kind of miss them. And so that's that's what I have to say, that yeah, this award season is going to be barren. And, you know, sometimes those award seasons are like a nice reminder of like, oh, there's been cool movies that came out in the last year.
0: It's funny how back then it was so easy to just look down on movies, and we. But now I don't think any of us could find any fault with the idea of going to a theater at this point. I, I'm just begging for it. <laughs> I
1: know, I know.
0: All right. So then,
1: episode thirty three, Zach's pet spider steals the show. Um, man, that that actually gives me like a flashback because that was back when I lived at my parents' when we were recording that. I I remember like where I was sitting during that. That's kind of wild. Twenty twenty has been a long year, <clears throat> and. Yeah, uh-huh. My topic for that one was content that doesn't respect your time. Well, you know what? I, I, I what I will say is that this show literally doesn't respect your time because it assumes a lot about what's valuable for your time. <laughs> yeah. And so I am thankful for shows like this one and that people are willing to spend time with us and with other, uh, I almost said creators, and that makes me want to throw up because the idea of like putting us <laughs> the content in the same influencers, sentence, yeah. I, oh my goodness, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, we're uh, content creators. Um, I hate that. But, um, sometimes it, I I appreciate that people put out some work and have lots of content out there. G- like, good for them.
0: We're content vomiters. I think is a fair <laughs> is a fair assessment. That's, that's, that's a title, Alex. Best
1: descriptions of us I've ever heard.
0: Um, Speaking of wasting time, I complain about the Chive TV, um, (laughs) which is an absolutely awful channel. I am happy to know, it brings me some degree of comfort to know, that the spirit of America's Funniest Home Videos, uh, much like uh, the song, uh, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, has resurrected from the dead and is marching on the cities of man uh, in the form of Chive TV. (laughs) That concept just refuses to die despite the fact that we live in 2020. And uh, I respect its longevity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, episode 34 was uh, called "What What's It Like Being Hot? Where uh, Paul and I both uh, agreed beforehand that we were going to complain about dating apps. Um, so we both spent a very long time um, ranting about everything that we hated about dating apps. And I will say, Paul, that um, I- I'm pleased that we made this turn here in episode 30- 34 because dating apps have since become um not only a regular portion of my life but also um a regular feature on the show and i think it's uh, been it's a, a very fun topic to continually t- conti- to continually discuss uh here with you
1: yeah you know i agree it's been a continuously funny topic and i mean i'm not going to lie at, the, at uh, almost a year ago when we talked about this i had nothing but negative things to say about dating apps but like I mean, they kind of did something for me because I'm dating someone now, so that's, that's not too bad. Congrats. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've had a great but, time with them. But yeah, I, I but guess I can't now. complain too much, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but we still choose to do so. We still find time for Oh, quick, we will still uh, shit on
1: them quite a bit, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, I'm just pleased that that kind of became a recurring feature on the show. That was always a, that's always been a fun thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been fun. All right, then the next episode was Hinge... Episode 35, Hinge Matches Click Here, uh, which is quite a funny one because I think I had matched with, like, multiple people at that point, and then it was like, hmm, um, maybe I shouldn't tell anyone about the podcast. Uh, this is actually a bad idea. Um,
0: yeah, that- I, yeah, I know that game well.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was me a while ago, and, um, you know, I won't get into it, but you, mi- you might be familiar with that. Um, but...
0: I appreciate your discretion, but I understand the I understand your pain. I feel your pain.
1: <laughs> but uh, that episode I talked about assembling furniture, which is arguably the angriest I've ever been on the show. No, and not arguably. Factually, <laughs> I ran the
0: numbers, and that is the angriest you've been on the show, which I the energy was We need to harness that. I want to Oh, I, we I want that to I want that to return. I want you to get that fired up about something else soon. And I don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to be, but I'm still I'm on the search. I want to find that out. Yeah, me
1: too. I... I just, I have such a vivid memory of su- saying some of the long lines of, like, there's so many goddamn screws, and then just yeah. going on about that. Yeah, um, you were but- like
0: rocking back and forth on a concrete floor, like <laughs> surrounded by pieces of broken IKEA furniture, like, there's so many screws.
1: <laughs> I mean, I will say that the piece of, the nice thing else is I like the piece of furniture I put together, and like, I guess it's kind of nice that it lowers costs because I can't really afford pre built furniture, probably.
0: <laughs> <But>. <laughs> um, I, uh, I talked about um, there's a very specific uh, <laughs> fart sound effect that uh, gets played a lot on television shows that is uh, unrealistic um, I will insert the sound here so that's what it sounds like <laughs> that, was the, that was the sound effect I complained about it's a good one <laughs> and um, I do get some amount of joy from farts in general yes but Mm -hmm. every time i have to go into my folder on my computer to find an audio file from um something that we've done in the past or uh find you know like for example if i need the crack in the cold one sound effect crack in the cold one Uh, I have to nice. dig through. Yeah, right. Do you like the timing on that one?
1: That was It was so crisp. That was one of the best ones I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, I put it right up next to the mic. Um, <laughs> I um, have to go through and I have to find these uh, old old sound files I have stored, organized in my computer to put on to the episode. And there's in that folder a file. Um, in fact, I'm actually going to pull it up now and find the exact terminology called squeakfart.mp3. <laughs> Because, and now this will be the second episode in which I've had to insert the sound effect for demonstrative purposes. And I get some degree of joy just going into this folder and randomly stumbling across uh, (laughs) intro-outro music, sensor-beep sound effect, uh, and uh, squeakfart.mp3. So I I do like that. (laughs) That is good. So uh, episode 36, uh, titled, Why Don't You Slash Their Tires and Ride a Bike Instead?, I uh, complained about Peloton exercise bikes, which is another one that must have not been very good because I don't remember any content about it. (laughs) But um, I wonder... Okay, let's see here. Let's run the numbers. So this would have been... uh, This would have been pre, I believe, coronavirus lockdown.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So this is one of those times where... uh, and this would have been just maybe coronavirus had been in America, but we didn't know the extent of it or whatever. So this was one of those times much like movies where it was easy to shit on this concept now, but looking back, uh, how much we took for granted. <laughs> oh my goodness, how much we took for granted.
1: I mean <laughs> it's a fair point because at this point, like I'd actually love to have a Peloton ex- exercise bike here. Like <laughs> Yeah. I I, um, I don't like the idea of like going to the You know, Zach, that one released March 16th. So, what's wild is we probably recorded that one about a week before everything locked down. And I think I specifically remember us making light of coronavirus because we were like, ha ha, like, what if we'll have the virus? And then everything shut down. And the next episode, we had to be like, hey guys, sorry that we made so much light of that. Like, the world's actually shutting down. Uh. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure I do remember having to like essentially issue an apology statement, (laughs) saying, "Oh yeah, remember this like horrible thing that we said on the last episode? We thought we didn't know the extent of what we were joking about, and now here we are, nearly a complete trip around the sun later in a situation that is far far worse than we could have ever anticipated." I'm having a great time. So, yeah, I on, I now fully recognize the legitimate purpose that Peloton exercise bikes have, and I'm so sorry for everything that I said about coronavirus and the concept of exercise bikes. <laughs> uh, that episode,
1: I talked about parking frustrations, which what's hilarious about this to me is that I was annoyed that my, like, reserved spot would get taken, and so I'd have to park, like, 20 feet further away from my office. And I was like, ugh, like, that's so far. And now... <laughs> Uh, there's construction happening at my company's office where they demolish the entire parking lot and have to park, like, half a mile away. And so I would love to be back to being like, oh, man, someone took my reserved spot, so I have to be, like, a little bit further away. (laughs) I uh, I actually miss those times.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny because that's a very much like looking back. I didn't know what I had when yeah. I had it, and that has zero relevancy to the state of the world. That's just like another separate issue entirely that you didn't oh, yeah. really appreciate. <laughs> it's true. At the time, I wonder how many of these we're going to go through and be like, "Remember when I said all this bad shit about this one thing? <laughs> uh, my life has gotten has gone into a direction more more than likely a decline that has made me realize." <laughs> How much I miss this thing that I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I uh, I think that's going to be a theme that yeah, we may encounter I, a lot. That I... may uh, overturn the entire concept of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fair if we realize that too too frequently.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the next episode was episode 37. Do you ever pee yourself? <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I talked about private meme Instagram accounts. <laughs> I'm gonna be on sec. I'm hard pressed to come up with anything nice to say about these. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were able to get through uh, several episodes before we encountered one that we just couldn't find anything nice to say about. Yeah, we did I, make it pretty far.
1: Well, what, what do you, you want say?
0: me to? Can I supplement? You, you may supplement. Yeah, I really like. It gives you an out because. When was the last time that somebody sent you a meme and you were like, "Oh, nice. That is actually funny?"
1: I feel like I've gotten a couple good ones in the past few weeks.
0: But... I'll put I'll put I'll put it to you like this. There's probably two people that I know that I entrust <laughs> to receive a good meme from.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm I'm very similar.
0: <laughs> and anyone else sending me anything to that effect, it's going to be bad and I'm not going to be entertained by it. And when you get one of these like private Instagram DMs that you can't open because somebody thought of you and they saw a joke and whatever, I appreciate you thinking of me and and trying to entertain me. And that is in itself a good thing. Yeah. But you you get an easy out when you try to open this DM from somebody for a joke that they think you'll like. And you know that if they're not one of your like whitelisted people who are going to send you good memes, (laughs) you know that it's not going to be one that you're going to enjoy. So Mm -hmm. when you can't open it and read it, it's kind of nice to be like, oh, dang, I can't see it. And then sometimes if they're really dedicated, they'll screenshot it to you and then you're, you're, you're back at square one. You don't gain or lose anything. <laughs> but sometimes you gain a little bit in the sense that, okay, well, maybe they aren't going to screenshot it to you and they'll either say, oh, never mind, it wasn't that good, or, which is a good filter for one, or they just try to describe it to you verbally. And mm-hmm. when they do that, um, obviously the effect is already blunted. So your expect- your, the expected response from you is uh, already toned down enough to where you can get away with not enjoying it by the yeah. fact that you're having a meme dictated to you. So <laughs> that that is a benefit, I would say, a huge benefit to this, and maybe the only benefit to this concept of, of private meme Instagram accounts.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I, you know, you really, you really saved me, my back there. I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Um, my, my topic for this episode was <laughs> uh, the uh, concept of um, if you're done urinating and you're a person with a penis and you shake it three times to – Uh, dispel the remaining urine on the end of your urethra. Uh, that's like the maximum amount of shakes that you can get away with before it uh (laughs) is categorized officially as masturbation, according to a a frequent uh saying. And um. Uh. uh, Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Let's talk about. Okay. I mean, sometimes. Okay. No, here, here you go. Sometimes you're in the office bathroom after a long day at work, urinating as you do, and maybe you just need a little stress relief. Just a quick little, <laughs> a little fourth shake.
1: That's just one extra shake than the minimum requir- maximum Some, required. Amount. Sometimes you can have a
0: fourth shake
1: as a treat. You know? Yeah, just uh, to
0: feel, just a little boost to get you through your day. You can play with yourself a little <laughs> bit to get through the rest of the day. Sometimes you need that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna get a better match for something that was already uh, like a little on the edge, and now it's like now say something nice about touching yourself. You know, like that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Um episode 38 was our um April Fools uh mm, recap right. of the of the year. So um we'll skip that one cuz we didn't necessarily have any negative rants or in fact they all were negative rants, but uh episode 39 was uh we do not have a guest today in which I discussed my hatred, passionate hatred for stand-up comedy. Um and that hatred remains and I won't I won't discuss stand-up comedy uh in a positive light as a subject in itself, but I will say that um, i've had a i've had many entertaining um and good natured uh good humored conversations between um friends between strangers between potential romantic interests over um how much i don't like stand up comedy and the reasons <laughs> why i do not like it and uh that's resulted in some uh very a very productive and efficient method to get to know people and i mean that as a genuine uh genuine answer i do uh i've had had some good conversations and and uh, some funny conversations by nature of this topic so uh, i mm-hmm. appreciate that hmm. <sighs> I, I i appreciate
1: that you could find something good about it yeah. um i my negative topic for this week uh or that week was linkedin uh the social media site for business <clears throat> now listen I think that my hatred for LinkedIn has actually deepened significantly. <laughs> also, I think I just heard a gunshot outside my house, so that's really cool.
0: Oh, we got to get through this episode quick before you get murdered. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, anyways, uh, that was a weird noise. It's kind of hard to tell with my earbuds, and maybe someone's just doing fireworks. We'll see. Um, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, you know the
0: classic <laughs> December 21st <laughs> fireworks ceremony that you have during in the, the middle, middle of, of the, the day. day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Woo, that's really exciting. Uh, Man, love living in this neighborhood. Uh, But, um, so LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, LinkedIn. (laughs) So here's the one nice thing I'll say about LinkedIn. I, so I'm switching jobs right now. And that does not mean I like LinkedIn. But the one nice thing is that there are some acquaintances that I've met and clients I've met through my current job that... I'm not close enough with them that it would make any sense for me to like friend them on any other social media, but like, I've gotten to know them well enough that I have, like they've added me on LinkedIn maybe. And it is nice that I will have an avenue to maybe contact them in the future. Like, I guess it's, it is kind of good for some work people you've met, I guess. Um.
0: Okay. That's, that's, uh, I'll give you that one. Um. I like it because every time I open it, I see that conversation that we had when we recorded that episode about (laughs) synergy or whatever bullshit. And that was kind of that's always kind of funny to read through again.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, So episode 40, uh, it was titled Brought to You by Trojan. That was a pretty fun one. Um, And I talked about targeted ads. And actually, this actually isn't too hard for me. In the sense that the one upside of target ads, despite all their downsides, is that, like every like, I guess I would prefer to be advertised things that actually do are interesting as opposed to just awful things. Every once in a while, there's an ad that's like, oh, like those are some cool looking shoes or something. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um. So the best every- example of that for me is shoes too.
1: Yeah. Uh, for some reason. Targeted ads struggle to find my taste in a lot of things, but somehow they've kind of nailed my taste in shoes. Yeah. And so they will show me shows. I'm like, ooh, like, I kind of like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's the nice thing I have to say about targeted ads.
0: Um, I, I complained about hibachi seating etiquette, um, when, when, how, the, the methodology they use to sit you at a hibachi restaurant. Um, you know what? Last time it happened to me, and I was uncomfortable by a certain uh, aspect of it that I talked about on episode 40. But I will say... In the end, I had a fantastic time at the restaurant. I had a really good conversation with um, the family sitting next to me. I made a very funny joke that was less well-received by uh, the people sitting there, but um, it stuck with me, and I thought it was funny, and I retold it on episode 40. Um, so overall, I think that uh, you, go, you go to Hibachi for a special experience, and you got to take all the whole experience if you want the real deal, the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. And that's just life. That's just that's just hey, we're just living out here and that's just how life goes, all right?
1: Yeah. And I will say well, I think at the time we recorded this, we really thought that like surely we're not that far from quarantine being over and we were very wrong. But I still stand by the fact that we should go get some hibachi once this is all over, you know.
0: Oh, I would love oh, oh, Paul, I would love to do that. You don't <laughs> understand how delectable that sounds right now. Yeah, I I would love. Well, maybe you to. do. <laughs> maybe you do understand cuz we're all living in this shitty shitty world. <laughs> That's true. Um, episode 41 is called Don't Show Us Your Toes. Um, uh, evidenced by the idea that I talked about open-toed shoes uh, on the show and how much I, I, I hate them. And um, I'm going to allow myself one of the few freebies I get and say that no. I I uh, Open-toed shoes serve, serve a purpose, a very specific purpose, a time and a place. And I... I enumerated that plenty on uh, that episode, and I have nothing else to contribute to that concept. I will not. I refuse to add an additional positive note to that idea of open to choose being acceptable, and I'll and I'll I'll leave it at that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I respect that. Um, <clears throat> my A man to- has to have convictions. Yep. You know, I I res- There is nothing nice to say about them. I agree. Um, you know, <laughs> in fact. <laughs> I recently had a coworker bring up open toed shoes and they're like asking my opinion. And I so badly wanted to be like, Hey, actually I've talked about this on a podcast. But I was like, you know what? We're still not quite there. Yeah. Uh, So like, (laughs) I'll just, I'll just keep this conversation to in the office. I don't have to send you to do your further reading. You know Um, what
0: though? You could get away with that in theory. Now that you're leaving your job. That is true. I, you know, that's actually crossed my mind
1: that like now that, I'm leaving like maybe it's time to be like hey bosses guess what I actually had a podcast this whole time haha <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes
0: <laughs> if that go, you gotta you gotta if that happens I want you to come onto the show and tell me the story live I don't want to hear anything about it until we're recording okay I don't even want to know that you've done that until I don't want to you know I don't want to overhype because I'm not saying it's gonna happen but if it does happen I expect you to tell every last detail for the first time on the show <laughs> and then we'll cut the parts that you can't that you can't speak to, if there are any.
1: Yeah. That. Yep. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I and then I I that episode talked about what even is Facebook is what I said, or my topic and <laughs> um, see I, I still don't love Facebook. I will say that I have come to appreciate that I have maybe. Five friends on Facebook who are people that I'm not good enough friends with them in real life that I like. It would make sense for me to like contact them and catch up with them, but whom I like enough that I actually appreciate seeing their posts, and so I, I'll accept Facebook for what it is for those like five people.
0: Um, um, are these like friends or relatives, spe- or
1: specifically, a couple of them are more distant friends. Specifically, it's like. There are some like families that I met while working at camp who, like, so it's like adults. Usually, like, it's the parents of maybe kids I was like a counselor for while working at camp who, like, um, I'm like not quite some of these families I've like met like with outside of being at camp, but like, I, I don't, I haven't seen most of them in a long time, but it's like cool to like catch up with them, you know, um, yeah, through seeing that makes what's sense. going on in their life, yeah, um, but yeah. So then, episode forty-two, back in the saddle. Um, I'm. I think that was like after we had taken a week off or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So then this that topic. This would have been like last June, maybe. Was ha- my topic was house hunting, um, because that was when it was like one of the last episodes that I had while still in my parents' house, and I was complaining about how. And you could probably speak to this more so the me since you've like actually bought a house but how frustrating it is to <laughs> to do house hunting um, um i mean just the the positive thing i can say about that is it is pretty nice to like have found a place that you like although let's be honest i might have just heard gunshots outside, so like maybe i need to do some more house hunting i don't know
0: yeah um, <laughs> I would start getting worried once you hear either an additional gunshot or sirens. And then we can and then I'll allow you to hang up the call at that point and we can maybe address that situation. But yeah. until then I hope that everything's no, not I, what I'll it seems.
1: Be, I'll be staying in here um until the gunshots shots are inside the house, then maybe I'll hang up. Um, <laughs>
0: okay, alright. We'll see. And, we, uh, and that'll be good because that way we can get some like a real crisp uh audio on the mic <laughs> in case we need to include it in the episode for Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking
1: of Crisp audio, though.
0: Cracking a the cold one.
1: Just wanted to open
0: that guy right up. Nice. Nice. <laughs> G- good segue. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, house hunting, um, the actual hunting part I found to be very fun. Yeah. I yeah. like looking at all the houses. It's the – anything that follows after that is the worst thing imaginable. But the yeah. actual, like, when you're not in, un, under any – pressure or or it's not time sensitive yet and you can just kind of take it all in and enjoy your time as you explore um places that you might like to live that is that's pretty fun i think
1: yeah i think so too
0: um i complain about morning radio talk shows um which nobody likes uh i think that it's a good thing that there exists a form of entertainment for the ages 50 to 58 <laughs> demographic. Um, and you would think that Big Bang Theory would, and, and NCIS would satisfy that niche completely, <laughs> but they deserve um, an audio format for the for that demographic as well. So I appreciate that um, you can't watch, well, you shouldn't watch, is maybe the better way to phrase it, uh, Blue Bloods. Uh, with your phone mounted to your dash as you're on a road trip or on your way to work. I wouldn't recommend that. I so, hope that
1: you chose that show.
0: I mean, it's a very fitting. I mean, I feel like the Venn diagram of people who listen to Blue Bloods and the people who listen to morning radio talk shows is a circle. Yeah. I think. Um, so I'm glad that they at least have some form of, uh, of, of commute entertainment that caters to them. And I, I, say, and I think that's important.
1: What I will also say about morning radio talk shows is that I do feel like they really paved the way and created the market for idiots like us to have an audience. You know?
0: Yes. Right. That's true. Um, I appreciate that for that. I would say that our listenership is the equivalent of, of <laughs> Blue Blood's viewership, but age, age shifted down by a few
1: decades (laughs) agree
0: um episode 43 the Sweet life of zach and paul this is a really fun one um i talked about how uh the air conditioning controls and cars are kind of bullshit um with the way that uh nowadays they have like a temperature number instead of just a a cool dial from red to blue or blue to red um I still stand by the points made. Uh, I still think that's a ridiculous system. But it is high tech. It does make your car look cooler and feel kind of a little bit more futuristic. Uh, And um, my air conditioner on my car broke. I don't know if this was before or after (laughs) this episode came out. But I spent uh, July and August and September in uh, Texas without a, any air conditioner. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and now that we're in December, uh, things are better for me now, but I'm going to have to f- face that demon again when, uh, springtime rolls around. And, uh, one of those situations where I, I didn't know how lucky I had it. And in fact, yeah. I was actually praising my car's air, air conditioning system at the time. Cause my, I have the old fashioned system, which I appreciate more. Um, but, um, I would take a functioning AC unit with the, uh, the poorly designed uh, system that I complained about on this episode over no AC. So there's that.
1: I respect that. I respect that.
0: For this episode, I
1: talked about sarcasm. (laughs) Loved talking about that. Um, But, uh, you know, I stand by the points I made. I think, you know, in reflecting on it a little bit, I think I underestimated how much certain aspects of humor I do, like, include sarcasm. I still stand by the fact that a lot of people call sarcasm... They they call their humor sarcasm when they're actually just being mean. <laughs> or, yeah, like, mean-spirited. Yeah. I still stand by that. And people who, like, think that purely just being sarcastic is the equivalent of being funny, it's not necessarily. But I do stand by the fact that I, after that rant, I kind of paid attention to more of like what exactly sarcasm is and i will admit that there are some people around me that have said sarcastic things that were like pretty funny
0: the um most pretentious thing i could think to say is that the build of the building of comedy is not constructed on one pillar yeah exa- like exactly exactly put put that in put that in the uh, like opening front page of like to my lovely wife lucy and my my beautiful son james uh, I dedicate this book, and then below that, put the quote that says, "The building of comedy is not constructed on one pillar," and and um, you can't you can be funny with sarcasm, but you can't be funny with only sarcasm.
1: Yeah, you know? I, I agree. I, sarcasm is one among many tools for humor, and I think that when it's your the only tool being used, I think it it gets stale. But that can be said for a lot of the different tools. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> episode forty four was titled "Potty Mouths." um which
0: you know i actually don't even remember
1: why it was called that we probably talked about something disgusting
0: i think we uh, had a i think for one we had a lot of bad words i think we said a lot of. Bad I, th- words I think you're right <laughs> i
1: think you're right um <clears throat> but i talked about making phone calls at work and i still to this day feel that way i hate when i get a phone call an important phone call and i have to just answer answer it in the office like either i sit there i'm like cool like people can overhear me or i like like slip away into like the conference room or something which is fine but then it's like i feel like that really makes a scene of like oh like who's he talking to like what's going i i just i hate i already hate people listening in on my phone conversations but it's like it's way worse when it's at work like it's really amplified that like (laughs) i don't even this week like i i had to order bigger trash bins for my house here because we've (laughs) We produce way too much trash, so like we were just filling the small bin. I was, I was like, "All right, we we should just." I've I've been for some reason holding out, and at some point I realized it was only five more dollars a month, and we've been like stockpiling trash, being like, "You know, we don't really have to get the bigger one." And I was like, "Why are we? Why are, Why do we have a stack of trash? Why don't we just pay five like more dollars a month?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a dollar fifty more per person in this house to just not have to live them on trash. Like it's it was such an easy decision, <laughs> but. Uh, um, my point being i had to call the city of fort worth and it just like i had to do that at work because of the hours of the city and it was like i i hated it i hated every second i like waited for a moment when my bosses were like out of the room i was like all right here's my chance you know oh, i it do just, that all it the time off. it was awful if I, had
0: to, but- if I had to make a phone call uh, I'll get to work early because sometimes like people will roll I mean people typically roll in you know like 8.30 or 9 in my office so I'll get to work at 8 at sharp because that's when most things open I'm like alright I got an, I got 30 minutes to get this out of the way so I got yeah. 15 minutes to really hype myself up and then I better <laughs> wrap this thing up in 15 minutes get in get yeah. out
1: so I could just dawned on me that I was, the whole point of this is I'm supposed to say something nice about it and I just brought it up and got mad about it again
0: I know um- I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna call you out but I let you have your fun I thought um
1: I mean, I don't really have anything nice to say about it. But, like, I appreciate that I'm in an office where they let me, even if I feel self-conscious. This isn't the same
0: thing at all. (laughs) This is different. Um, This is, in fact, quite the opposite and so, therefore, irrelevant. But I like – I hate making phone calls at work for personal reasons. I like and I understand. I'm very, very fortunate. I don't want to hear you come at me for what I'm about to say. (laughs) I – Uh, my company does not need me when I'm not at work most of the time. So it's very rare that I have to talk on the, and my my job does not involve a lot of phone calls. Thank Mm -hmm. God. So it's very rare that I'm not at work and somebody needs to call me on the weekend or or when I'm on vacation or after hours or whatever, that almost never happens. But in a situation that it does, I do and, and I get that a lot of people do not have this luxury. So I understand if you absolutely hate this, and this is a massive negative that brings your life down, but, for me because it happens so infrequently i can say that i like getting phone calls from work on my personal time rather than getting personal calls at work on my work time because when i'm with friends or family and i have to like work through something on the phone with a coworker it makes me sound very responsible and smart oh, yeah. and and a valued member of the team and i appreciate that message being projected to my friends and loved ones
1: I kind of like that, too. I agree.
0: (laughs) Um, I complained about uh, people who skip songs halfway through when the song's not over and they decide they want to listen to something else. Uh, Conversely, uh, along a similar vein, I also complained about when people are watching a show on Netflix or some other streaming service and they skip the show's intro, which I feel to be a vital portion of the show. Look mm-hmm. sometimes you're in a hurry, and I won't lie to you. I've done this uh, a lot before. I've skipped songs before they're concluded, and I've skipped the intro, and I understand. I think on principle, I'm not proud of what I've done, and I stand by the, the statements I've made, but sometimes you just need to get to the next song or before your drive is over, or you just want to slam a quick episode over lunch, and then yeah to get go into what you need to do, and I get that. you know sometimes you're in a hurry.
1: Yeah, I get that too, yeah.
0: Um, episode 45, uh, was Paul in his new house titled standard Gremlin height. Um, I complained about lar- loud cars and trucks cause I was extremely rudely awakened by a very loud, shitty Saturn, uh, sedan, um, that revved his engines at four in the morning or whatever. And, um, look, say what you will about loud cars and trucks, but how else are you going to know that someone is packing a massive hog?
1: Ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, you know, so for that episode, I talked about my haunted house. Zach, I'm, I'm not actually going to say anything positive about that. I'm just going to update you on how we are further convinced that my house is haunted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't that? heard this, by the way. This is new to news to me.
1: Yeah. I, 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 the world deserves to know. Uh, so if, if, if a quick recap for anyone who hasn't heard. um. We were aware that like the previous one of the previous residents like showed up in the middle of the night like one of the first nights I was here like uh, talking to me and then like also maybe her kid died here I don't know and then there's like a face print hand print on my wall just some like small fun little things also you know, I have like quick, a Gremlin like Gremlin door in my room um, the the new thing that um, that we discovered. <laughs> That was really weird, is a nun showed up at our front door, and she asked, first she showed up, and, and I answered the door, and she was like, is such and such a person here? And I was she's like, like no, I can she-
0: tell you're a Protestant, can I speak to someone I <laughs> want to talk to? You? Can I speak to someone who's not going to hell, please?
1: <laughs> well, she was. She asked about someone who used to live here, I guess, uh, and I was like, uh, they don't live here anymore, and she, she looked very like confused and concerned, she's like, wait, are you sure? And I was like, yep, <laughs> she's not here. Now, here's the weird part, uh, Zach. So I, I didn't think much of oh, that. Oh, we're not
0: to the weird part yet.
1: Later that night, Ezra says, Guys, earlier today I answered the door and there was a nun at the front door. And I said, wait a minute. I also answered the door and there was also a nun at the front door. So apparently this nun came at least twice... And we don't we don't even know who like she came first for, but like he had like the exact same conversation with I'm assuming the same
0: nun. Yeah, are you are you certain it's the same nun, Paul? This is so important. Did you do any vetting? (laughs) All we know is that they looked like a nun. I have no idea. You didn't Uh, ask him how old the nun. Get Ezra in here right now. How old was the nun? (laughs) How, what did you, what, like, could you, what were were her
1: eyes? We're pretty confident it was the same one. I, I, it seems unlikely to me that a different nun would show up here the same day. But it's just weird to me that, like, why did she come back? You know, like, if we made clear the first, you know, it's just something about being a nun also. Like, you know how much Catholicism is used in haunted movies. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a little, just a little weird, you know? That is very weird. So anyways, I guess the positive thing I can say is that it makes for really fun stuff to tell people. Like, guys, guess what? My house is haunted. Um, that's really fun to talk about. So I guess that's my positive spin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That, I- that is a good conversation starter. That is true. <laughs> it sure is. That's very fair.
1: Um, And then, okay. So then episode 46, Rotten Tomatoes. I talked about when things break. <sighs> you know, I don't know if I have much good to say about that. Um.
0: I guess maybe it's just a good excuse to buy something new. I was going to say, yeah, sometimes something breaks and you're kind of okay with it because you wanted a new thing anyway, and it's a good excuse.
1: Yeah, it is. That, that's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> um, I complain about shot bars and their bullshit uh, names for drinks that don't exist. <laughs> yeah. um, and then this one was like well after – this is a very recent episode. So well after quarantine, I was aware of how bad I missed a shot bar. Um, And uh, I, I will say that it – affords you an opportunity to string together words that elsewhere in polite society you would have no responsibility or excuse to say Mm -hmm. something like i'd like a kamikaze orgasm or some equivalent (laughs) of that man you Um, always
1: have the best ones just on the tip of your tongue
0: i feel like i should we should start a shot bar because i do i mean (laughs) these are just off the dome
1: At the, maybe maybe at some point we could just put together a drink list, like the Not All Bad's approved shop list, you know?
0: Oh, that's such a good idea, actually.
1: I think that would actually be Oh,
0: I'm going to get scheming over this Christmas break. I'm yeah. going to find – now I have something to do when I'm at home and, and I, I don't have my uh, – I can't bring my train collection home for Christmas, so I have to think of something else to do. That's great. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Episode 47 was Big Words Microfibers, an episode in which uh, Paul's ghost in his house dropped a microfiber cloth onto his desk. (laughs) That's right. If you remember that. I do. Um, And I complained about speed bumps uh, and how they just utterly wrecked the suspension of my car because I refused to slow down for them. (laughs) Um, I would say that they keep the community safer But first of all, I don't believe that. And second of all, I also made a stance a few episodes later, which we'll revisit here in a few minutes, about how school zones shouldn't exist. Because uh, kids (laughs) should just get killed by natural (laughs) selection, so only the strong survive. And
1: uh, I I had at least like one or two people be like, y'all really hated kids on that episode.
0: I mean... I'd like to say that it was just a joke, but then that kind of ruins the fun, right? So
1: let's just leave it up in the air, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'll <laughs> also leave speed bump, speed bumps up in the air. I can't really, I don't, I'm not gonna defend the existence of That's speed fair. bumps.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I talked about subscriptions. I don't, I don't even really remember what I said about these. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess. The one nice thing I can say is that I really do think that subs- some subscriptions are very good, reasonable, like, for the money. Like, I don't know. I think that Netflix offers enough, like, good movies and shows that it's worth the money. So that's, like, a good subscription, I
0: guess. How much does Netflix run you per month these days?
1: <sighs> you know, it's actually pretty expensive because I- I'm still on my parents, but I actually split the cost with them of, the- like, the 4K version. I think it costs us, like, 17 or 18 bucks a month. Jeez.
0: But... I feel mean like i are getting a lot of that those extra pixels though. Is that I worth it? for real.
1: I, I actually do. Um I you, you know me I can get on tangents about <laughs> about video quality. And 4K and yeah, video quality. Uh and I'll spare the audience that boredom this time, but um <laughs> I actually do feel like I get something out of it. <laughs> I enjoy it. Oh, you got that HDR, the deeper colors, man. Here I go.
0: Here, I'll take your word for it. <laughs>
1: so then, episode 48. Everybody clap for Zach. In my notes, it just was labeled, Paul can't choose just one. But good news for you, I went ahead and found all of the ones that I talked about in a note, because I actually keep track of some of this. So I talked about uh, fake accounts messaging me on Instagram. Uh, specifically, I think, like, there's, like, almost, like, porn bots that, like, are trying to just, like, prey on your, like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> instincts. Uh, I talked about... And so, like, <laughs> I guess, I guess you know, all attention is good attention. You know what I'm saying? Um, True. And then I talked about people getting annoyed with me for wearing noise canceling headphones because, like, that's the point that I'm like trying to block stuff out. Um, I guess if I was in danger, I can see why someone would want to be able to get my attention. Uh, so that's a good thing about. Uh, yeah. I guess that's a good reason for them to get annoyed. Uh, And then I talked about a bad experience at the movies, which, you know, it's been good. It's encouraged me to stay home and stay safe.
0: So, (laughs) I like that you went and dug through and found those topics because that's a level of preparation that you don't normally expect from this show. Um, So we've (laughs) come a long way. Uh, 49 unrated and extended edition. So the 40s was just uh, full of good times with 44 potty mouth (laughs) and uh, 49 unrated and extended edition. Um, this was the episode in which I uh, enumerated several uh, methods to get out of the uncomfortable situation of telling an interesting, fun fact about yourself. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I, it, that was kind of, in a way, not really a negative rant. I, I mean, it was over the idea of getting told, getting asked to do that in a context as an adult is unacceptable and inhumane. Um, but uh, I think more of what I was discussing was strategies that you can employ. To uh to to come out of that situation on top, and so I don't know if like really, um, I think it was already fairly positive, and I think I kind of I, I that, did the that, work that was a
1: fairly balanced and positive rant itself. Yeah. yeah,
0: um, I talked about iPhone
1: release slogans, so like the concept of like it's the best iPhone yet. It's like well yeah, it better be that kind of situation. Uh huh. Um. Listen, I I am frustrated by marketing speak. But what I will say to their credit is... (laughs) Sometimes they, they do manage to get me excited about things with advertisements. So I'll, I'll give them that.
0: That's the worst part about marketing is because for every time you hate it and you talk shit about it, it's working more and more. Exactly. Because yeah. you're talking about it. And we've, we've discussed that before. It's it's eternally frustrating to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, so this is where we skipped episode 50. This is where the timeline and- <laughs> diverges. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because we're now... I think this is 56, and we still haven't done 50. Uh, And let me just say, for all the fans out there concerned, it's coming. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll make it happen. I know your your confidence in us is probably waning. You probably think it'll never happen. You're rolling
0: your eyes right now.
1: I mean, as hilarious as that would be... I know I've said this a million times, but we really do have stuff planned. It's just there's been some complications, but I swear it's gonna happen.
0: Don't and don't better. don't take this to mean that it's going to live up. <laughs> don't take each time we bring it up to be some sort of like hype for it. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Okay, I'm confident in saying it'll yeah. be a good episode, but. It, don't expect something that's gonna really like blow your boxers off. Okay, we're not. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, and just just tell yourself it'll be good and and leave it at that. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I forgot to even talk about my topic. <laughs> Got very distracted. I thought to, my topic was forgetting things. <laughs>
0: So now we have to leave that goof up in the show now. <laughs> oh yeah, we
1: re- we can't even edit that out now. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> here's what I'll say about forgetting things and the good aspect of them. When I remember them, it comes across as super impressive. So
0: I. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Like kind of like sort of the set expectations low type thing. Yeah,
1: it's it's like if I'm in a conversation with someone and like oh, I was gonna say something but I forgot. If if, if five minutes later. I'm like, hey, I actually remembered. I feel like that makes me seem very responsible and like smart, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's very impressive.
0: Um I talked about wedding gifts. Um I I don't remember the exact stance I took here. I think I was frustrated because no one knew I didn't know where to deliver a wedding gift or <laughs> something like that. I think that. you're right. Um I've got another opportunity to correct uh, that that mess up next month. Um, so I've been studying up a lot, and I think I've kind of been practicing my delivery method and my wrapping method and all that. So I'm hopeful for, for a turnaround, a comeback story on this one, and, and to rebound from my mistakes the last time. Uh, in general, I don't have anything against the idea of wedding gifts, uh, except for the fact that um, I feel like there's all these, like, if you're involved in a wedding, there's the, the – the the uh, couple shower and the bridal shower and mm-hmm. the bachelor party or bachelorette party or whatever, and the actual wedding itself. And you got to already participate. You got to pay to participate, pay to play. So to speak, you got to buy this, this, the suit or the tuxedo or whatever, uh, the rental or anything like that. You got to pay for the bachelor party and all that. Not complaining about that. Cause it's fun to be involved in that sort of thing. And overall it's net positive for sure. Yeah. But, um, I think that uh, – I, I like that you can kind of, first of all, I guess I should say something positive in addition of all the negativity I'm spreading. Um, <laughs> it's nice to be able to show kind of like a physical um, <clears throat> response in terms of like uh, uh, providing something to somebody because wedding yeah. gifts are practical by nature, and that's a very good thing. You're not giving somebody something that they're not going to use. You're giving something somebody something they specifically requested and that is going to – be put to use you know like a kitchen a utensil yeah or something. yeah um
1: yeah but so bef- I, I, before we move on to were you did you have something else to say about gifts no no
0: we can go ahead before we move
1: on speaking of forgetting things i never said the title of episode 51 and it's so good that i think it's worth just bringing up <laughs> it was bud sprite and Beaver Foresight. I only remember what the Beaver, beaver Foresight one is, it's, but the
0: it's bu- the, it's the Bucky's uh, lo- Bucky's book right. on the way to Houston. Right. It says yeah, there's yeah, a beaver yeah, yeah. in your future. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's right. But the Bud Sprite was such a good name for like the Bud Light uh, seltzer. That I just yeah. I just want to bring that up because that was a great title. So I didn't want that Thank to go you. forgotten.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you you uh, you give credit where credits due. Thank you. Um, episode, uh, 52 old man yells at cloud, uh, in which I complained about my brand new shitty iPhone. Uh, <laughs> I've come around to, it. I knew I would, I mentioned in the episode, I knew I would come around and hate it less. I still don't like it, but I, I do, yeah. uh, I, I do like it more. I've gotten used to it. And, um, my phone is a lot better in terms of battery life. The photos are a lot mm-hmm. clearer and that's about it, but I'll take it.
1: Yeah. It's funny how iPhone upgrades, not just iPhones, all smartphone upgrades now have really just become like, generally each year it's like, oh, like they've kind of marginally improved this. It's like nice when you get a new one, but like you're, you're never really blown away anymore, you know? Yeah. But it's not quite like it used to be where it's like, oh, this is like new and groundbreaking, whatever. But, um, so I talked about Halloween stores and costumes. You know, I don't even remember what negative things I said about these.
0: <laughs> because truth. You just thought told, it was weird how they just popped up. Yeah, like I guess this was up. this
1: it was a stretch that it wasn't necessarily negative so much as a like, this is weird. But here's what I'll say to their credit though. It would be weird if they were it's no longer Halloween. It would be weird if they were still around. So maybe they're on to something about just being seasonal. <laughs> so yeah. I'll 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 accept and respect to that.
0: Right. And and the <laughs> fact that they're able to somehow remain profitable Kind of impressive. I don't know how they can pull that off economically. That's got to be, that's deserving of some praise, I, th- I feel like. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. That's it's some praise.
1: Let's not get too crazy. <laughs> so then, episode 53, <laughs> the uncircumcised episode.
0: We really yeah. went off the rails lately. <laughs> you
1: know what's funny, though, is I was looking up some stuff about uh these episodes in preparation for like to get these notes for this episode and that one had a lot more views than all the ones around it. <laughs> it was like, well, sometimes clickbaity titles kind of work. People are like, "Oh, uncircumcised? What's that all about?" And so apparently they clicked on
0: it. Uh, but it's funny that you say that cuz that implies that if you, that kind of reflects on you and, and if you saw something that had the word uncircumcised in it, you would immediately be more attracted to that. <laughs> in which case, I feel like I would be l- I would be less inclined to click on whatever well, content that was. I'm offered. not
1: saying that I'm excited about like lack of circumcision, what? <laughs> per I think what se. I'm, what I think what I'm more saying is that if I see a tie like that, I'm like, hmm, I bet the boys get up to some hijinks this time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, okay. That's what I Fair. imagine our fans saying. But <laughs> I got you. Um, in that episode I talked about rats, which let me tell you, at my current Office, uh, they've co- we've caught multiple rats at this point. Uh, it's it's connected to that construction I was mentioning that like. Because they tore down a bunch of, like, trees and bushes and stuff, I'm under the impression that some rats were left homeless and decided to make homes in our building. So yeah. that's really cool. Um, and here's what I'll say. It's positive. I It's made for some really funny jokes when I joke with my company about why I'm leaving, I'm like, "Well, if only you there weren't rats I would have stayed." Like it's made for some really great like one-liners <laughs> about that. Yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, we don't want you to leave." I was like, "Well, you shouldn't have let rats in here." Like it's just it's been kind of fun, you know.
0: <laughs> Anything that can offer you a, an attempt at at or more attempts or more opportunities I should probably say for humor is oftentimes a huge positive for me yeah. personally, oh, more yeah. than it would be for the average person. For sure, for sure. Um Again, this is the, I mentioned it earlier. This is the episode I talked about school zones inf- somewhat <laughs> infamously, I guess. Um, and I guess now would be maybe a good time to come clean and say the fact that I admitted that I think it's okay for kids to die due to car accidents so that we could have a smarter population as a whole <laughs> was a joke. I think that school zones are a good thing. And that I'm glad that we are not having kids dying due to automobile accidents in their, on the way to school. I didn't think I would have to specify that, but apparently some people have reached out to Paul to let him know that he's on a show with a psychopath. No, I, I do like school zones in general. I find them to be inconvenient, but a, necessity, a, nece- a necessary safety feature for our society to continue to profit. Okay? Is that, is that what you wanted to hear from me?
1: You know, I'm glad that you've come around to the value of children's lives, oh, Zach.
0: <laughs> it took a lot of like petitions from your friends, I guess, <laughs> for me to realize the sanctity of a child's life. You just you had no idea until I told you it was wrong. So I'm, I'm yeah, glad I that- didn't know people actually cared about dead kids. Damn,
1: <laughs> man, we love growth.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> episode fifty four, evolving our mindsets. Uh, in which case I brought up for the first time, uh, the Instagram account, uh, 10 times secrets. (laughs) I think I've, I've pronounced it variantly, uh, 10 X secrets and 10 times secrets, but I've settled on 10 times secrets because they're, um, their, uh, Instagram bio says, uh, uh, get 10 times out of your life. That just makes me think that that's what they're going for. But um, I've done some digging, very slight digging, more like would more, it's more kindergartening, I'd say, uh, in the Instagram account. Uh, and I've found what appears to be, this is kind of more of an update than really it is a spin on this rant that I've found what appears to be a expansive scam network connected to these accounts. Um, which means of course, you know, I'm going to continue to bring them up even more on the show, but uh much in the same way that dating apps was a very fun thing to get upset about. it has uh found its way cascading through the show uh, in terms of uh, recurring bits and segments and jokes. I find that uh I anticipate uh Ten Time Secrets and other various business Instagram accounts uh, to be uh to, to fill that role uh in the coming year as we march march <laughs> towards twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one, I should say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> that episode I talked about social media challenges uh, and how frustrated I get with people using challenges as an excuse to like whatever. <sighs> I, I, I just feel like anything positive I say about these, I won't actually believe in.
0: Yeah, but, what about uh, like ice bucket challenge? It was maybe the one thing that had <laughs> some sort of positive impact on the on the. World. Yeah,
1: every once in a while, wa- you know. I,
0: I Not guess. every once in a while. There's one example ever.
1: <laughs> there, on rare occasion, I am impressed by the positive good that spreading of information on social media can have. Is something that I half believe. Um,
0: okay. And that's <laughs> as close as we're going to get to a full belief. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, that's,
0: that's all I have to say about that. Um,
1: finally, uh, last episode, episode 55 – we had banana scabs, which is a disgusting title, uh, but very—you know—I if you say it, you know exactly what you're talking about. So I, I commend you, Zach. You—you you did good.
0: Do you think they uh, have? Do you think they ha- that has the same uh, gravitational effect on listenership as this uncircumcised episode? As, as banana scabs <laughs> or no?
1: I, for me personally, I you know. <laughs> I feel like circumcision and banana scabs are about on the same level of, like, interest grabbing, you know?
0: Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I talked about being in quarantine because I got COVID over Thanksgiving. And here's what I will say. As we are heading into winter, coronavirus is splitting, spreading terribly. I shouldn't laugh as I say that. It's actually horrible. Uh, but what I will say is I'm... You know, now that I'm past it and I'm like kind of I managed to not spread it to anyone else to my knowledge. Like all my anyone that I like live with or have seen has if they need felt the need to get tested, they tested and tested negative. So like I didn't give it to anyone. Um and now that I got out of the way and it's like especially bad now, I'm actually like almost relieved that like to my knowledge of how viruses work, like I don't have to be quite as worried. You know, like, it's it's yeah, almost nice you're, that... You
0: personally are kind of safe. Yeah, at
1: least to my knowledge for the next for couple months. Yeah, yeah, like, I am probably a bit safer. I'm still, like, taking appropriate precautions and following rules and stuff, obviously. But, like, it's just, there is part of me that's like, you know what? I got it over with. Now I can, like, at least a little bit. Let like be a little less worried. I don't know
0: for sure. Yeah, um,
1: so that's kind of nice.
0: I get that. Um, I talked about. Uh, <laughs> I get mad when people tell me that I'm not peeling a banana like a monkey do. <laughs> and uh, I haven't eaten a banana in the last in the ensuing two weeks since this episode came out, so I can't really um, address any of the any of the concepts in practice. But I will say that Paul brought up a few good points. Well, um, thank you on on why it's not necessarily a totally bad idea to do so i still don't intend on doing it that's fair um, that's but fair. i i i feel most notably that uh, it does eliminate the banana scab from the equation which i appreciate um, yeah. yeah and it's kind of a smart a smart thing about peeling a monkey uh, peeling a banana like a monkey what you don't want to do is peel a monkey like a banana because that <laughs> is gonna really that's gonna ruin um your day and it's going to ruin the monkeys day uh, <laughs> to a, a, a factor much higher than your own so that's um, very true <laughs> uh, yeah keep keep that in mind as we march towards a uh, uh, banana and monkey season in the future just watch out for <laughs> uh, peeling your monkeys the wrong way
1: monkey season <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah. yeah that was that that has been uh, every episode of uh 2020 that um uh, we just we just ran through there. That was episode thirty one, starting in January, to episode fifty five, which just came out a couple weeks ago in December. And uh, thrown in the mix is uh, episode fifty is is has broken the time sphere, but will fall in at some point. And we had two bonus episodes. We that did. We did um, uh, which so, at some point,
1: yeah. I mean, because of the nature of them, like there weren't like topics for us to use for this. But I mean, if if you're a newer listener, those were both pretty interesting episodes. Uh, Shook things up a little bit. One of them was us um, towards the beginning of quarantine. I guess I shouldn't say quarantine. That like working from home, all that. Um, you're,
0: you're, you're being a lot more judicious in your use of the word quarantine after having lived through it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I was really throwing out the word quarantine left and right At the beginning of all of this, and I was like, oh, like there's a little bit of a difference. But and now, um, but and
0: also now you have like you you say if somebody's like, yeah, you back in quarantine in March, and you're like, you have no idea what it's like. <laughs> You yeah, don't that, understand what me. I've been through. <laughs> but
1: um, we we did one episode just kind of pretending that we were at a bar, um, talking as if we were saying a bar. I think we added some like noises that made it seem that Put way. In some
0: glasses clinking and some crowd chatter yeah, it, and some live music in the background. Yeah, you
1: know, it it's kind of an ode to the way the world used to be and it um, is it really is that was the intention le- legitimately and and we got a lot of good feedback on that one legitimately that people really appreciate just the simplicity of it we got we talked about a lot of things ranging from like hair products and all over the place yeah there's um, no
0: there was no um there was no structure. It wasn't like our episode. It was just us. I said, "Paul, let's just sit down and have a conversation and, and have a drink." And we did. Like we were at a bar. Yeah. And so it was great. Uh, if, if you're missing that environment, that's a good one to check out.
1: Yeah, and then also there was a bonus episode where we brought on someone I had matched w- with on Hinge, like like the the night before, and that was kind of funny. Just a very different kind of episode. It was really funny, and <laughs> it's I less awkward than too, you think. It was pretty funny. A few months
0: ago, yeah, she was great. Brenda was great on that episode. So yeah. Um. Uh, that was a really fun one too. So check that one out. Those are our two bonus episodes. We couldn't find a way to incorporate them into, yeah. today's, into to today's recap. Um, but what I will say is um, thank you for everyone who has uh, has been with us um, for this year and, and previous years in the past. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, shout out to anyone who just started listening this year in uh, 2020. We hope to keep you entertained uh, through 2021 and beyond who knows how long this uh, shitty experiment's going to go, but uh, we're having a good time with it now. So why stop now?
1: Yeah. And I, I really feel like we're trending upward. I kind of skimmed through cause we're, we have like a document with all of the, uh, li- the topics listed. And I kind of went through last year's, it's kind of fun to see like how much things have changed from like previously like episodes, like six through, 29 we're just so different and i really feel like the show has grown a lot so it's kind of exciting to think about where we'll be a year from now when we do this again you know
0: yeah true yeah um so thank you to everyone who's who's listening and who who gives us feedback and lets us know that you like what you heard or who's been providing random rants or all the different ways that you guys um support the show or support paul and i's uh lame hobby uh it means a lot (laughs) it does mean a lot uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud and Google Play. And if you want to be one of those people who helps us support or who helps to support the show, um, you can uh, like and uh, like on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes or leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's been a very long time since we've got it's been since our, uh, our episode with Brenna. Uh, as the, the hinge date guest on our bonus episode, in which we got a rating and review. So, uh, if you haven't done so yet, <laughs> it'd mean a lot if you came through yeah, and, and did one of those for us. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, and you can email us at Not All Bad Show at gmail.com. We didn't do them today because it's a special day, but um, normally we take uh, uh, rants um, from you, uh, the listeners, on, on what you want to hear us talk about on the show. You can uh, have us talk about your topics by emailing us not all bad show at gmail.com uh, with a subject line random rant idea or DM us on Twitter at notallbadshow uh, with what you want to hear us talk about and we will add it to the list. And we want to kind of do, I think, more in the future. So, well, obviously mm-hmm. more, but even more frequently than we usually do. So um, the more that you can send in, the better. And additionally, we also are going to roast each other at some point. Who knows when? <laughs> so get those roasts in now. We haven't had any yet because um, – it's, I know it's hard to find any imperfections between me and Paul, but try oh. really hard to think of something but, to roast us for. People have been trying, but they
1: just can't find any.
0: I know. So that's a challenge. Uh, try to find one thing at least uh, that's, that you don't like or that's <laughs> funny to roast me and Paul about and send them yeah. in to the email or to the, the Twitter, and, uh, and we'll talk about it on the show when we get to that point. That's going to wrap up our holiday special 2020. This has been episode 56 of Not All Bad, and I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching, rant like nobody's listening, and watch out for those spooky, scary Christmas (laughs) ghosts.